Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers, to this fine show this evening, this afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening. This is the Pleasure Zone, where we talk all about bodies, about pleasure, all about things in the realm of bodies and pleasure, like arousal, desire. We also talk about things that are historical, and we also look at things from sociological, anthropological, psychological and also spiritual perspectives. And the last few episodes we've dedicated to all things kink. We've talked about the kink for urine, we've talked about belly button kinks, we've talked about BDSM for trauma release, and this week we are talking about one of the most popular, ever popular kinks, which is a foot fetish. And we're going to talk about how those develop, why they develop, why we have them, what's so sexy about feet, what's not so sexy about feet, different ways to play with them, different ways to enjoy feet. So all of that is coming up on today's episode. For those of you who are brand new to this station and are not familiar with Inspired Choices Network, just check out all the many thousands of episodes that are available. Uh, so my show alone through the uh, the pleasure zone i have over 450 shows available but there are many different shows available on inspired choices network so if you go over and check it out you're going to find lots of podcasts that i'm sure you will enjoy ranging in lots of different topics from business to health to spirituality you name it there's actually a lot a lot and there was i think that we even have like animal communicators we have a lot of things going on on this on this station so so go enjoy whatever topic you enjoy. And if there's a topic that you would like to talk about, we would love to have some more people come on and be hosts. So if you are like yearning to have your own show, if you would love to have your own production that's looked after for you, that you actually get to just show up, do your thing, and they take care of the rest, you should really connect with Inspired Choices Network by going over to the Inspired Choices Network page. And then if you click on to create um, at the bottom, you can you can click into, I think it's at the bottom, you can find on that page, uh, the homepage where you can, um, where you can have a discussion with the CEO and find out if you are fit for the station. So we're always looking for new people and we'd love to hear and hear from you and see if you have a topic that is interesting and intriguing that we haven't heard about yet because there's always room for more topics. All right, well, that was a total side note. And I think uh, everybody has something interesting to say, whether you have the confidence yet to do it or not is a whole other thing. So also, if you need to develop the confidence and you need coaching, there are lots of great coaches on this station as well. So connect with someone and get yourself some confidence to get yourself moving forward. 
And no, I wasn't paid to say that. So that's just for me. And there you go. So I've been on for over nine years with over 450 episodes. And what I love about being on here is that I can just show up and I can talk about things that on some platforms that might not be acceptable. So I get to talk all about pleasure and I get to talk about sex and I get to talk about things like fetishes without having anybody tell me not that topic. So I get to talk about all topics that are interesting to me and to my listeners. So that is just, I love that so much. So today's topic about foot fetishes actually was coming up because I've had a lot of people uh, in the last few months who have uh, not only asked me for foot pictures, but have there's been conversations about foot fetishes. So that's been kind of a, a topic that's been uh, up in the air. So I wanted to talk about that today, some things to be aware of and some things to know, anatomy of the feet, just general anatomy. We're not going to dive in and talk about muscular structure and all the different bone bony structure. We're not going to go that deep, though for some people that is sexy too. And anybody who is a bit of a sapiosexual who loves information and knowledge would really get down and dirty with that. So um, but we're just going to talk about some basic things, different parts of the feet, so that you have ideas of what you can do to different parts. Different parts are more sensitive than others. And different things you can do that if you do have a foot fetish and you don't really know who to go to or what to do, there are always there are always resources out in the world. So how you how do you connect with other people who are interested in foot fetishes? We will talk all about that. So if you've missed any uh, of the shows before, you're going to find a wide range of topics. You're going to find things that, you know, where I talked about like the history of sex toys. And then there are topics where I talk about how to overcome trauma so you can have pleasure. And then we also have topics like these where I love to dive deep into a specific thing like a kink. So foot fetishes. Why do people have them? Well, one of the things about fetishes in general is you're not actually born with a fetish. So you're not like in utero. Chances are you're not in utero. So this is what we know so far to date, um, that we don't have like genetics connected to fetishes. We don't necessarily, we're not like babies in utero fantasizing about feet and getting off on them that we know we just don't know that yet so we're going with that is not how we have fetishes so um, fetishes generally and foot fetishes in particular um, are generally something that have developed because there was some kind of connection to arousal where you may have had a sexual awakening from a sensory experience that was foot related so say for example um, maybe I'll use an example from my own life because that's easier for me to tap into and this was actually the opposite of a foot fetish so uh, but the other person had a foot fetish so I was on a date and um, I remember the guy coming over to my place and I was like you know I'm like very casual about a lot of things I was like yeah I could give I give you a blowjob I could do whatever that's cool like very casual about that but what I didn't realize is I had actually at the time as in my early 20s I didn't have a lot of information about fetishes and I didn't really understand them so I, I had a lot of judgment about them and I kind of categorized anybody with a fetish as somebody who had 
maybe something going on psychologically. And I was like, hmm, why would you have that? What's going on? Didn't help that I had just gotten out of a university and had studied psychology. And so everybody was being analyzed in my brain. <laughs> so, so I have this date, this guy comes over and all he wants to do is suck my toes. And then he wanted me to suck on his toes. And I just, I just couldn't do it. And it was, it was, um, tried to suck my toes. And I remember, I say tried to, because I think he's, what I remember is he started to suck on my toes and I freaked out. I freaked out for a few reasons. I was like, I was just out tonight and like, I was wearing heels and stockings and this cannot smell nice. Like, can I have a shower? Can I, but I didn't realize that his fetish was for a little bit of like a stink foot. I guess he was into like a foot that smelt like it had just been in high heels and um what you know stockings and had been out dancing so you have like a bit of a sweaty foot thing happening and I thought there's and so that automatically led me to saying there's something wrong with this guy so for me that sexual awakening was like the opposite it quite put me off because there was no conversation so if you listen to my show last week about belly buttons where I talked about how you know, sometimes we have these things will just show up in our experiences or sexual experiences. And especially when we're younger, we we don't have conversations. I don't know a lot of people in my generation or before my generation that had conversations. Maybe the generation now in their 20s and under are having these conversations. But prior to this, I can tell you, I don't remember once having a conversation about what was going to happen, where, how and when things just progressed. And a lot of times they were off-putting because I didn't know what was happening. Had I had the warning, had the guy said, well, he, had, he had warned me that he liked feet, but he hadn't exactly given me the lowdown of like, he actually liked dirty feet and he like wanted to clean my feet with his tongue. And if he had explained to me that that was really arousing to him, I might've been able to relax into it a little bit more. So it's all very, um, it can all be very different. So that fetish did not wake up for me at all because I was kind of put off by that situation. Now let's turn it around and have a situation where it was it was not so off-putting. For example, let's take that whole scenario and had we had it in a different format, it might've been arousing rather than, um, rather than being a sexual inhibitor, it might've been a sexual arouser. So, so same scenario, um, going back to my apartment, same dude. Um, and he explains to me that he finds feet really alluring, attractive, erotic, and sexy. And if he could have calmly talked me into it and said, is it okay if I just touch your, your feet? No, it would have been like, first I would have said, can I wash my feet first? And if he was like, I actually like your feet dirtier and I would like to clean them. I might've been like, okay, so what do you mean? You want to clean them? And so if he wanted to clean them with cloths or something, I would have been totally cool with that. And if he did say that he wanted to clean them with his tongue, I probably would have said at that time, can we try something else? Like, can you just massage them for now until my body relaxes enough to be able to receive that? And then as my body relaxed into receiving, I could see, so I'm just recreating my past here. <laughs> so I could see that my body would relax into receiving it and be able to then be, a, so be able to feel aroused, be able to feel desire, be able to have pleasure with it that could 
actually lead to climax. So why and how could it lead to climax is that there are parts of our toes that connect to the same somatosensory part of the cortex of our brain. And so if you're having a like if you're having your toes um, aroused, you can have a very similar experience uh, as say, for example, like oral sex. So it can be hugely arousing as long as you know what's happening and there's been consent and you're like consenting to all of this action. So I wanted to bring up some funky scenarios so that you could see how this could go in a really funky direction and get awkward. And then uh, it could, could have gone in a different direction where I could actually relax into receiving that pleasure and enjoyed it and maybe maybe i would have actually developed because of that enjoyment and that connection that sexual awakening that may have occurred i may have created my own fetish around feet so these fetishes can develop over time too it's not that i couldn't still have a, a foot fetish it could develop over time currently my husband lover he is not into feet so the chances of me having a an uh, erotic sexual awakening with my lover, partner, husband is pretty slim. However, if I went out and, and, you know, found a pro at kink and was like, Hey, can we try this? And like hired them to, to experiment with that. I may develop that desire as well. These things can develop over time. Again, we're not born. We're not born with our kinks. So, and for some people who are like, well, what about the, the, um, oh, oh, I want to also be clear. This word is podophilia, not pedophilia. Pedophilia is, you know, the desire for children. We're talking about the desire for feet. And I do know that they look a lot alike, which can throw people off a little bit. So I hope anybody who saw this title realized, and that's also why I added more words to it, because I realized when I wrote it, it was like, oh, not everybody's going to realize what this word means. This is about feet, not about children. So there is no consent with children, no matter how you want to frame it to me. You cannot consent to anything sexual with children. They're not of age of consent. So that's a whole side note. And I could go rant on that for a very long time. So potophilia foot fetish can only occur with people of consenting age who have consented, who are aware of what they're consenting to. Having a conversation in advance is critical. As you hear from my story in my 20s, it was kind of disturbing. It actually stuck with me for a while. And then for a while, I, I actually repressed it completely and completely forgot about that experience. And didn't even want to like go there. It wasn't bad. It was just like, I went, I went to like a really like, ugh, like I was like kind of grossed out by it. So in order to be able to do the work I do, I need to get out of the ugh stuff and be able to receive um, all people's desires and pleasures as long as they're consensual and be able to work with them on that. So so in order to be able to do the work I do as a sex and intimacy coach, even as a holistic health practitioner, I need to be able to get rid of my judgments on the fetishes. So over you know the last 10, 15 years, I've, I've been able to be way more open to things like foot fetishes. I don't personally have a foot fetish that I'm aware of. It may have, it may develop. Again, it still may develop in my life. 
Um, but I am open to people who have a foot fetish. So I have had requests for foot pics and some people request, um, I think I've sent out a few foot pics, but honestly in the future, people will have to pay for them. So some people have specifics about what they like. And we're gonna talk about that after this commercial break. What are some of the most common things people are looking for when it comes to foot fetishes? So we'll talk about all of that when we return in this commercial break, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are having a conversation all about your little tipsies, your toes, your feet, your legs. Actually, foot fetish is kind of um, a general term for all fetishes that include the feet. So where it includes your feet, your legs could be with stockings, shoes, um, and sometimes socks as well. So I had a I had a boss once, I will not name names, I had a boss once that had a certain thing for uh, women wearing big fluffy white socks. Like for him, one of the most arousing ideas was, and why did I know this from my boss? Dude, conversations, I don't know, this is my life. So so the, um, so the, his fantasy sort of scenario was going to a chalet, sitting in front of a fire, and the woman is wearing like these big cozy comfy socks and her feet look like a big fluffy pile of, of um, like big fluffy white socks. That was his, his greatest fantasy and so 
there, I don't know that he actually named it as having a foot fetish, but essentially when your fantasies are kind of geared towards one thing. And if you find in your fantasies that, uh, you know, you think about wanting to have somebody's feet on your genitals, or if you think about, you know, having toes shoved into your vagina or your anus, well, that's kind of part of the foot fetish uh, family. So you might actually have a foot fetish and didn't even know it because you were just like, oh, not, this is just what it is, right? So foot fetishes can be very wide ranging. They're not the same in any person. It's just like an umbrella of explaining that, you know, feet and things to do with feet are going to trigger um, arousal. They're going to trigger or, or even fantasy about them are going to trigger arousal and desire and pleasure, right? So all those things that we talk about. So quadophilia can be very specific, like you might really only be into a certain kind of red shiny high heel that's it no other high heels turn you on just the red shiny high heel so if you know if you happen to have a foot fetish and you're like well uh i like all kinds of things foot related cool that completely counts so the the way to kind of qualify it is as long as you get arousal from either looking at touching licking smelling um playing with, fantasizing with, doing whatever you like with feet and legs, that is a, um, that is part of potophilia. Now I have this thing for, I truly do have a thing for calves, um, but I don't fantasize about them. I love the look of calves and they don't actually uh, give, bring me to climax, but they are for me, one of the most uh, intriguing and sexy parts of a body where other parts be i think it's a little different especially for me being sapiosexual if the if the person is uh like arousing me mentally and i get to look at their calves well then that's a whole other story but if it's just their calves not so much i need to also have my brain aroused by their uh intelligence so there can be you know there can be levels within the whole potophilia thing that you could be you could really find certain things attractive however they're not like super arousing to you unless there's another component involved so there there has of course there's always research behind there's research behind most things sexual because it's one really fun thing to research if you think about it if you had the choice to to research compost or to research different fun sex things, what would you pick? I don't know. Um, I know there are people who would choose to research compost over sex, but I'm one of those people who would research sex over anything else, which is why I do what I do and why I have this show. I love researching sex. So there are people who get paid to do research and do studies. And so there are several explanations that researchers have come up with about why people have foot fetishes and Freud was one of those. As we know, Freud has always had this thing about that, you know, you you love your mother. Like if you're a guy, you love your mother and you want to kill your father. And if you're female, then you want to love your father and kill your mother. You know, the Oedipal complex, um, all of that, right? So Freud believed that fetishes aroused during childhood, and he suggested that when a child saw their mother's genitals, they were shocked 
to find that their mother did not have a penis, apparently, according to, this is according to Freud. So then it led to a fixation on objects or body parts that looked like penises. And as we all know, I mean, just look at your toes. Do they not look exactly like a penis? No, they don't, Freud. No, they don't. And neither do fingers look like penises. I have not, for those of you watching on video, if you have seen penises that look like this, that have fingernails, I am afraid for you. They do not look the same. Yes, they may have a long shape. And yes, we could make anything that has a long shape with a rounded tip become phallic. But holy cow, Freud, what the heck? So Freud's theory on foot fetishes was that they occur because a person perceives the foot or toes as a penis substitute. Now, this might actually still stand to be true for people today, but there are other hypotheses uh, that are also out there that, um, you know, that show up. So that some people are attracted to feet, um, maybe because it's one of the first things they saw. I remember reading that in some research somewhere where it's like, as a child, you know, when your mother's sitting under, in, oh, okay, so back in the 1950s, when women were like wearing, all, you know, all pretty much all the women were wearing like the, the very proper skirts, and they wore high heels indoors with their stockings on and the kids played under the table because it was like a fort then kids would you know the boys would sit there and stare at their mother's feet and and be aroused by the look of the feet now that's possible too that the first arousal may have come as a result of seeing feet in high heels I mean they can look really pretty so that's very plausible and possible and that if you're down under that table by yourself as a kid and and you're you know, little and maybe, you know, you're having feelings, you may have checked your body out at the same time while you're staring at these feet. And I have actually heard people talk about how their very first uh, experience was that, was exactly that, being under a table and seeing feet. I've heard that from several people, actually. So uh, I think there was something going on in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s with women sitting around tables and high heels and stockings and um, children looking at these things all the time. So you didn't know you were doing it. You didn't know you were turning on the children of the day, but it developed something. So whether or not, you know, it, it's not a, a completely typical erotic body part, really, because we just, you know, we tend to walk on feet, but there is there are a lot of sensory parts on our feet, a lot of neuro, uh, neural connections on our feet. So things like reflexology um, are really great because all these connections go to the rest of our body, all that sensory input into the brain that can help you have a really co a cool somatosensory experience. So, you know, there's some of the other ones, other um, hypotheses say that, um, you know, instead of it being, it's considered like a non-erotic body part. So that kind of is partly why it's interesting as well as it's not typically can see, seen as a uh, an erotic body part. But a lot of it does have to do with the sensory input to the brain. So having your feet touched and massaged, that triggers right to your brain and can lead to a lot of pleasure sensations and can pro your brain processes all those sensations the same as it would as if your genitals were being stimulated. 
So in general, like, why do we have fetishes? We don't actually truly know um, where they start from because it could be anything. It, you know, Freud could be right. Who knows? Um, you know, the idea of early childhood exposure to feet could be where it started. The idea that it's just something that's maybe considered dirty or off limits could be part of it too. The idea that we have lots of sensory um, places in our feet that can go directly to the somatosensory part of the cortex, also valid. So whatever, for whatever reason, it doesn't really matter to break it down. Although for researchers, it can be a lot of fun to figure that out. Taking, you know, different histories of people to figure out where did this come from? How did it start? Why do you have it? What do you do with it? So, you know, in general, though, people have fetishes because they have them. Um, and it's something that keeps them going, turns them on, just as any other um, behavioral or or um, certain other cultural, social things. Um, it's just part of part of our lives. So, you know, with different with Freud's theory, then we have the other psychoanalysis theories about the fixation, which I talked about, like being under the table, um, and then you know just the idea of regressing back to childhood and just being able to like when you're a baby suck on your own toes and you liked sucking on your own toes so lots of different ideas so i think we're headed for our next commercial break we will get there in a second so one of the other theories that comes up is that that there are hormones and emotions that drive people to imprint their arousal on certain objects so if you've had, like I was talking about before, if you're at that kid at that table and you start to feel some plum feelings in your genitals and you're looking at feet, then your body has now got a hormonal imprint that is telling you that the way that we get aroused is by looking at feet. And so it may require over time the same stimuli to get the the response now what happens with things like pornography is like overexposure to the point where sometimes you no longer have that arousal so uh, i recommend like real life experiences first but also if you do if you are into like pictures and just like looking at feet uh, try not to like oversaturate yourself because you don't want to become numb to your own your own pleasure, right? Like, and, and our brains eventually they need more and they need more and it becomes like a crack addiction. Like you need to keep going and have more and have more to keep yourself going. So we're going to head to our next commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the fun ways that we can play with feet that are healthy, happy, and definitely um, keep, we're going to keep it on the fairly vanilla side. Um, probably not a lot of torture. All right. So when we come back, so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. We are having some fun here on the Pleasure Zone talking about feet today. I actually debated doing my this entire episode just showing my feet. And then I thought, well, lighting might be off. I'm not sure. So not this time, but maybe another time. I will get on my high heels for you guys that love feet and you can enjoy my feet. So how do we do these things of fetishes whether you're into them or you're not into them your partner's into them how do you have the conversation so like I was giving you the very fine example of how not to do it which was just walk in and start doing things to somebody's feet that didn't work for me in my 20s in fact it put me off for quite a while so what I do suggest doing is having the conversation now like I mentioned on the show yesterday about belly buttons and belly button fetish one of the things you can absolutely do I mean, you can actually use your toes on belly buttons too. What a combination deal you can have going on. So if you um, if you do have a foot fetish and you're really shy about it and you don't really know how to bring that up in conversation, I recommend getting my do's, don'ts, maybes list from my website, melitzajelenic.com. There's a, a link at the bottom. Click in to get that for free. And on that list, there's a whole bunch of things. But you can use that do's, don'ts, maybes list and you can add to it anything that is the foot fetish related. So if on your um, if on your thing, you would say, um, you know, if you just write foot play and then maybe on your do's list and then you might have some specifics like you might have suck toes, you might have 
things like put food on toes and eat them off. So you might have a few things that you want to add on your list, whatever is the turn on. You might want to have lick a high heel or sniff somebody's shoe or sniff their toes or lick in between their toes, whatever floats your boat. Now, feet do have some funk going on at times. Even when your feet are clean, your feet can still have some things like fungus and bacteria and all that. So even if you're into dirty feet, which is, you know, that's your choice. Um, I highly recommend that you be cautious with that. So don't take, I'm not trying to take away from your love of dirty feet, but if you do love clean feet, having the feet clean right out of the shower or the bath or ha or cleaning them for your partner um, as part of the fetish can be a lot of fun too, including like having the hygiene as part of the, uh, as part of the play can be a really good way to introduce the play as well. So how do you introduce the play? You can do that do stones, maybes list. You can offer, can I give you a foot massage? You can offer, can I give you a pedicure? You can offer, can I give you a foot soak and a foot rub? So there are ways that you can introduce this kink just to see the comfort level of your partner. Now, I, I don't suggest going from just giving a foot massage uh, and not warning your partner to like foot massage and then shoving their toes in your mouth. I don't recommend that. I do recommend gradual motion forward with consent and with communication. So as you're, you know, massaging their feet, you can ask them, how do you feel? Do you like this? And ask for feedback. And if they like it, you can always, that is a really good way to start to open a conversation too where you can say something to the effect of, I really like this too. I find it really arousing to rub your feet. And they might go, oh, I didn't know that. And then you could say, "What? there are some other things I'd love to do. Like, I would love to suck your toes. I would love to sniff your feet. I would love to stare at the be your beautiful feet. Can I admire your feet? Could I pleasure myself while looking at your feet? Could you pleasure yourself while I look at your feet? Now, lots of options. Could I pleasure you? Can I give you oral while looking at your feet? Which is tricky, but possible. So also sometimes people like having them to actually have like a foot job, right? So you, where you put your foot on their genitals and you get them off by rubbing your foot on their genitals. So there are lots of variations of this. Things you might not have even realized that you've done in your life, but you've done them. Um, like the foot, the foot on the genitals thing. I don't even know how many times I've done that. That was just like, I think habitual and and silly fun of like, you know, the younger years of you're at a restaurant and you just stick your foot up and you're like, ha ha ha. Again, those were the days where nobody talked about these things first. Could have been inappropriate. Could have been completely without a conversation. Always good to have the conversation first, right? So definitely have the conversation first. So we want to go with, again, experiencing all of your senses. So what are we going to do? Admiration of the feet with looking at them. So pictures are great for that. Videos. Um, also, you could, if you are an artist, you could draw. Maybe you really enjoy drawing somebody's feet. You can also draw on their feet. Like we talked about decorating the feet the same way that you could decorate a belly button. You could absolutely use 
uh, body paints on the feet and paint them up. You might want to just paint the toenails by doing like a little pedicure or even dressing them up by putting stockings on and high heels, or maybe it's like hooker boots. I don't know the other word for them, but that's what I'm gonna call them, hooker boots. You might wanna put some hooker boots on those legs and feet. Maybe you're really into sandals or bare feet. So you see how the variety, the variety is huge, right? And that's just with looking at feet. So what other ways can you look at feet? You know, you might even want to do a footprint for a person as a reminder so that they can have something a little different for them um, to have at home. So if you did a foot, you know, the way that people do prints for, for babies' hands and then you get your um, the imprint of that, you could absolutely do footprints. Even as an adult, you can do footprints and you could give that to a lover. You could create a 3D model of your feet if they're really into your feet and you could give them a 3D model of your feet. This is where 3D printing comes in handy. Things that we didn't have 20 years ago, easily accessible. So you could also create molds of your feet and give them uh, like a wax sculpture of your feet. So these are like gifts. Uh, I don't know why I'm randomly coming up with gifts for people who are into foot fetishes, but I'm coming up with random gifts for people who are into foot fetishes. So you could absolutely go get your foot into a mold and have it turned into a candle, gift that to your lover who's into feet, and then they have something that they can admire all the time if you're away. So there are toys as well that are uh, fetish related. So you can get feet that have, um, now you might have to search a bit for this, but maybe not. You can have feet that you that are like the shape of vibrators. You can have feet that are also um, like jerk off sleeves. So you can jerk off on the, the foot toy or you can jerk off in the foot toy. Um, sometimes it goes from the ankle down. Sometimes it can go up from the sole. So, you know, you've got your, your foot here, the nails, the sole of your foot. You could actually have it where it penetrates through the bottom or you can have it penetrate through where the ankle would be. So there are different, definitely a lot of different options out there for foot fetishes where it doesn't always involve like human beings. Um, well, it's human feet, however... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to get into the whole animal uh, area of things right now, but it's um, it means that you don't actually have to be there, right? So you could have a toy involved and that would suffice. However, a lot of times it does have to do with the reaction of the person to the feet experience. So if the, if the person is who has the foot fetish gets off a lot on tickling feet then they would want somebody to react and they would want to see the reaction of the tickle or if somebody gets off on seeing someone's face when their toes are sucked then it's the reaction that they're looking for if it's just there can be just a foot thing where it's just like oh feet and they just love feet and they're not really looking for the interaction then having those toys is a great way to um, incorporate that play. There are a lot of groups out in the world that are like FetLife groups. So FetLife is fetish life. And if you are curious about fetishes, that is a really great kind of community to tap into our FetLife communities so that you can discover some of the things that you're maybe into and you want to experience and you're not sure what's safe what's not safe so there's fet lives and there's also pro doms in the world um, that you can engage with that you can have play with you so and it, 
Prodoms are a really great way to also learn skill sets and understand communication and and what you're okay with, what you're not okay with, getting really clear on how to communicate that. And they're also really creative. So they're going to probably come up with a lot of ideas that you might not have even thought about. So when we're talking about the foot look, it might be things too that are that you like, not just like modern shoes, you might be really into historical shoes and you're like, oh, I get really turned on when I see shoes from the 1700s. Or I get really turned on when I see, um, you know, like geisha feet, or I might get really turned on when I see A, B, C, or D. So it could be historical context of shoes as well. So it's not always modern. And there can also be like the, the uh, bare feet. There can also be, feet maybe that are wrapped up as well and like you can wrap them up in cloth so you can see how the visuals can be forever and the smelling can be also just as wide variety from natural smelling feet to putting on all the different kinds of essential oils if you like there are edible oils as well like we talked about on the belly button show too there are edible oils you can use on your feet so if you are sucking off somebody's toes you could put um some edible oils on there they're often sold you can get ones that are like warming lotions that you could put on toes and then suck that off there are some of them are sticky so you definitely want to wash after unless you're into the sticky foot feeling uh, there are lotions that are also edible so there are lotions and uh, different oils that you can use that are not just fun to smell but you can also taste them and they're safe they're they're food grade and um, and sometimes you don't want to eat them off, so you don't have to do that either. So there, you can just use regular oils that you might really enjoy seeing, a, like a glistening foot with a really soft heel, with uh, newly manicured toenails. So if you're really into feet, and you're, you know, chances are you're probably getting manicures and pedicures regularly. But also if you have a lover that's really into feet, the chances are if they're into like manicured feet, you're probably gonna get manicures regularly as well because that's gonna be attractive for you to feel confident around your partner. All right, so a little bit on pedicures, but we will come back and we're gonna talk about other senses that we can use with our feet after this commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today we are talking about podophilia. Podophilia is the kink for feet, feet fetishes. So some of the things we've talked about are um, some of the things you can do with your mouth on feet, with looking at feet. We did, yeah, mouth, we did do some mouth stuff. So including oils that are edible, licking toes, sucking on toes, all of that fun jazz. Again, always asking permission and looking for feedback from your lover. Um, one of the other things I think for both looks, as I was thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, I, I keep on coming back to binding, mostly because historically there was binding, uh, definitely in, in ancient China, there were, binding that was done to to uh, women's feet that were especially high class women so that they would be able to be served their whole life um, it was a sign that they were rich and so that can there can also be some things that come up around uh, scenarios like foot binding that can be sort of a, a sexy dom kind of play as well dom sub play having your legs tied up and having your feet tied up can be incredibly sexy as long as your partner is a really kind partner and they are they know understand play and they understand their role as either dom or sub and there's communication and you always have if you are tying somebody up you always have your safety scissors to cut them out in case of circulation issues so you know, you can tie up with that or chains. Um, any one of those can kind of give the the damsel in distress. Uh, you can be a damsel no matter what genitals you have. So you can be the damsel in distress and be waiting for somebody to rescue you. There's that kind of play that can come involved too. Um, you can see how I can go on to tangents. As my, my creativity starts to go on overload. And you know, sometimes the fetish is also with like things like slippers, wearing different things. It's not just high heels and boots, but like wearing things that could even be like big fluffy slippers. Lately, there's been like an influx of things around um, animal costumes and people having a lot of fun and kink around like dressing as different animals. So having having like different um, different animal feet costumes can also be erotic for people too. And so we talked about a little bit about binding. Um, so you can bind with like special binding tape that, you know, you need to get from a, a resource that is like a sex store resource so that you're not binding with like duct tape and then having problems and going to the hospital. So you want to, or even doing things like um, waxing or foot wax, anything like that to have like a heating sensation can be great. So going for a, a pedicure where you have a foot, um, the paraffin foot wax experience can be quite arousing. And um, I'd say anything that also can double up as hygiene is fantastic. So all things to do with pedicures can be great as long as the place you're going to is super clean. And, you know, so we talked about visual touching, massage, playing with the feet. You can use vibrators on the feet as well, on the toes. You can put you know, toe rings on. Some people are really fascinated by toe rings and get really turned on by that. Putting off and on toes with your mouth, putting on a ring on a toe with your mouth, taking the ring off with your mouth, that can be a lot of fun. There are 
also what else could we do i'm just trying to like i'm just coming up with ideas on the fly here as my imagination's like going in different directions so when it comes to hand as well you can do tickling you can do rubbing you can do any of those five um the five different um, the blueprints of touch on the feet specifically. So whether you're spanking the feet, which could also be arousing, you could have a little paddle that you spank the feet with. There could be energetic touch on the feet. There could be rubbing, massaging, deep massage, erotic massage, tickling. You could see like the options are virtually endless. And then if you add in other things like the oils to that too, that's going to add another level to the touch experience. And then the taste, we've talked about the sucking of toes, uh, licking, tickling with the tongue. Um, you could even maybe even be uh, scraping your teeth on the on the toes if somebody's into that. And um, visuals we talked about, touch. Oh, listening is always generally listening has to do with listening to your partner and what they're they're um, telling you and the smelling. So we did talk a little bit about the smells. Uh, of feet and some people are highly aroused by the smell of a sweaty foot and some people are highly aroused by the smell of a clean foot it's always good to know what your partner is aroused by whoever has the fetish and what you're aroused by because if it's a real put off to you that your feet smell but they're really turned on by it it's going to bring some mixed response in there so sometimes you might have to edge your way in like they could smell your feet when they're smelling a little uh, like funky and then as long as you also get to have your feet smell good at some point um, there's ways to negotiate these things too sometimes there is no negotiation it's like this is the only way that's going to work and then when when they're they do have a very specific kink and that's the only thing that can turn them on and if that kink doesn't work for you that can also be a deal breaker in relationships so if if your partner is like, well, the only thing I like to do is, you know, foot fetish stuff. And that's the only thing I will do or like to do. And you're like, okay, well, I'm, that's really not my thing. I can try and then you try and it doesn't work for you. It could be a very big deal breaker. So having conversations about this, um, you know, up close in the game, I would say is important. So if you're in a relationship and you feel shy about it, but you want are looking for something long-term with your partner, definitely bring uh, up some of the kinks before you're in your relationship for like five years and you're like oh I had no idea and sometimes they develop over time as well like you didn't know you had a certain kink until you saw something or experienced it so bring it up then and bring it up with your partner so that you're not um, feeling rejected or whatever over time. thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.